Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning, radio family, and once again, welcome. Another weekend edition of Community Focus. We certainly do return, and thank you for doing so here on our intercom stations. Every weekend, a beautiful opportunity to engage in wonderful conversation with members of our Community Focus family. And it's always a treat for me, Radio Family, to see our Community Focus family expand. That is going to be the case for one individual. But for the other two that join this very special young lady, they happen to be her parents. And I have not had the opportunity, James and Yolanda Penn, to talk to you. And this is a wonderful way to reconnect. First of all, to the entire Penn family, good morning. How is everybody? Oh, Good we're morning. doing excellent. Great, great morning. Good morning. Good morning. Everyone just sounds so fantastic. And, you know, the only thing is that's missing is to see each other face to face. That I, yeah. I, I always miss. But I'm hoping one day, if we do get back to any degree of normalcy, that will be the one thing that I hope could look forward to as far as great conversations here in our public affairs show. Now, the reason I said this is a great opportunity to reconnect because James and Yolanda, when we originally met, you guys were, I believe at that time, you were the owners and CEO of Ethnic Babies. And that's been a minute. That has. Wow. <laughs> I took it back, didn't I? <laughs> 2012. <laughs> wow, yes. That has been a while. But then we fast forward to 2020, and the two of you have an amazingly beautiful family. You have three daughters and one amazing son. And the reason for our conversation this morning is to really shine the spotlight on one special young lady who happens to be your oldest. She is 11 years old. She's an author. She's an athlete. And she's an entrepreneur. And Kayla, you are one busy young lady. How does it feel to be able to do all of those things? Um, well, I didn't do it all, my, all by myself, but it is right. sometimes tiring to do that stuff. Yeah, but listen, Mama, you're young. You're just 11. You you got a ways to go, but what an excellent start for you. And like I said, I see this as a treat for our conversation because I'm really hoping, uh, James and Yolanda, that not only, of course, adults in terms of our listening family are tuning in, but I'm really hoping that if their young children 
are up and about listening to this program, that it's really going to be an inspiration to hear a young lady who is an author, who's an athlete, who is an entrepreneur. And that's basically going to be what we're largely going to talk about and discuss here on the weekend edition of Community Focus. And Kayla, that is, you have a book that's called Run, Kayla, Run. It's a journey on how to achieve success for kids and teens. So this is going to be a great opportunity for our younger ones who normally listen to us here on our intercom stations to hopefully uh, take some good notes and really hear about one of their peers and the amazing things that you, Kayla, are doing. So let's just start the conversation from the very beginning. Why did you write this book? What inspired you to do so? Um, I just felt like so many amazing things happened in my first year, and I felt like I could inspire some other kids. Fantastic. And what was it like for you writing the book? Well, sometimes it was tiring, but you had to just keep pushing through. Right. Is that something and, Is that something you picked up from mom and dad in, in observing and watching them? Yes. Yeah. They're very encouraging, aren't they? They are very, very encouraging. Wonderful, wonderful. How amazing is it for you to be able to work in writing your book along with your schoolwork? How did you manage to find that balance of being able to do those two things? Um, well, finding the balance was kind of hard, yeah. but eventually you will find it. And um, I'm not really sure what to say. I'm confused. <laughs> It's quite all right. But listen, you've got two of the most fantastic parents who set such a amazing example for you. And I'm sure that anytime things get tough, isn't it nice that you have mom and dad you can go to? Yes, it's so amazing. It is. You are amazing thus far. Now, I have to ask you this next question. What do you think makes this particular book different? What stands out that's going to make either your peers or some of their moms and dads very interesting, interested rather in wanting to read your book? Well, there are a lot of lessons on success that you can learn for track or any other sports or mm-hmm. In, in general, and right. I think it would help other kids to do great things, yeah. especially now because we're in the future, kind of. <laughs> yeah, and you know what, Kayla, to be able to do this in the middle of a pandemic is just absolutely amazing because this is, like you said, it's it's a stressful time for everybody. I think for young people and for those of us who are young at heart, because I think all of us were at that wonderful age of 11, but I don't think very many of us remember going through the type of circumstances that a lot of young people are going through. How are you feeling overall in the middle of all of this? Um, uh, overall, how are you feeling with everything that's going on? I know. Oh, with yeah. COVID? Yeah, with kind COVID. It's kind of been lonely because I'm not able to see my friends. Right. But we do have FaceTime and phones, thankfully. 
That and that's a good thing. That's always a good thing. And hopefully it will get to a point to where slowly but surely we can reconnect with our friends. I'm exactly like you. I, I remember when I was about your age and, and you know, talking to my friends and being able to go outside and play and, and do different things. And hopefully you'll be able to get to do that. But I have noticed, young lady, in in seeing mainly through this wonderful thing called social media, how you have had an opportunity, and we're probably going to get into a little bit of this a little later on in the show, but I kind of want to touch on it a little bit. You've been able to kind of make appearances with your book. Is that correct? You've been able to travel to some places? Yes, I have. Great. What has that been like? Can you give us an idea, description of it? Well, We've been traveling a lot in cars and planes, mm-hmm. kind of scary planes and stuff. But most of the time, it's for track meets right. or calls. Okay. So, how are you with flying? Do you, uh, have you gotten used to getting on a plane when you were able to do so? I've gone on it too many times. <laughs> and, and she's just eleven, James and Yolanda. That's the great thing about it. Well, how about this? How has it been launching a business at eleven years old? It's been pretty great nice yeah yeah what advice do you think you could give to someone that may want to start a business who's in who's similar in age to you um i think you need a little bit of help and guidance at first but eventually you'll be able to do it on your own but you just need a little bit of help at the beginning because you don't have to do everything by yourself. I love that. I think that is the best advice and not just to your peers that hopefully are listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus, but I think that applies to all of us. What an amazing answer. Now, Kayla, before I get to this, this next question, I'm actually going to ask, how did you get involved in track? But before you answer that, I want to share with our listening family that you are not only a six-time junior Olympian, if I'm not mistaken, and you correct me on this, you're also a three-time West Coast junior Olympic medalist. Yes, that is both true. Wow. Now, how, how young were you when you first ran your track meet and you knew this was something that you were really good at. Um, I was 10, and this like happened last year. Uh-huh. I didn't really want to go the second time there, but it was really fun, and I have so many amazing experiences. Right. But just, it's going to get easier the more you do it. <laughs> Absolutely. What, what's been the most fun for you as, as far as those events when you do race or when you were racing? Well, it was fun to be around people and just be lazy at the track meet and then run. (laughs) (laughs) It was such a long time ago. It's kind of a blur. Right, right. Well, that's kind of how it is when you're on the track and and you're just, you know, running circles around other people. Uh, Now, do you know what your fastest time is by chance? Uh, And mom and yeah. And we. And which so she has a few different events uh, okay. that she runs. She runs the one hundred meters, the two hundred meters, and the four hundred. Wow! And uh, and then the four hundred is a really tough race, and it happens to be her 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 best race. Obviously, she's still young in her career, and so right. we don't know 
shape shape up. But right now, the four hundred is her best, and and she runs a one ten in the in the four hundred. That um, is so. fantastic. Where did her love for this uh, a start? J- James, did you or Yolanda do any running when when you were younger? If, if I was running, uh, there was there was a problem. Something was bad was happening or, or, or something. <laughs> <on those>. Right. <laughs> um, I'm a wrestler. Ah, gotcha. I, I do feel like sometimes as wrestlers, we we might have ran more than a track for the cross country team. Just right. From, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm not a sprinter at all. Gotcha. And I did. Uh, Renee in the eighth grade. Okay. <laughs> I did. Okay. I ran in the eighth grade, and I tell my kids often that I um we ran the four by one hundred. Is that am I saying it right? Four by one. Yeah, the four by one, and wow. we uh, the um I think the anchor leg that mm-hmm. decades ago. So I could be telling the story <laughs> wrong, but I am right in saying that we did win a first place. Um, when we often went out and I have trophies about, you know, the relays and all that kind of stuff. Now, I wasn't good on the rest of it, but mm-hmm. on that relay, team, I was stellar. <laughs> there was no stopping you, Mama. I know. That is just fantastic. And for the f- the fact that, that Kayla, you know, a lot of what you did, Mom, in setting the example and to be able to see her do it now, I'm sure that brings back great memories for you as well. It does. It does. Well, Kayla has been athletic from the beginning. Um, when she was about four years old, we uh, ended her into a swim. Okay. And wanted her to be able to, it was swim. Yeah, she did gymnastics even earlier than that. But wow. we had her, we had her in uh, taking swim lessons. And it stood out to me, the coach, you know, looked at her body, looked at her mm-hmm. structure. And she's like, whatever, the coach said, whatever she wants to be great in and mm-hmm. athletic, will be able to do it. She is a powerhouse. Wow. We knew there we had something. It was just a point of finding what she wanted to do and what she wanted to be great in. Exactly. Kayla, can I share something with you? I I took swimming lessons probably when I was about your age. I may have been a couple of years older. And what else did I do? Let's see. I did band. I did gymnastics as well. So I can kind of relate to doing all those things. I kind of wish looking back that I had stuck to one of them. But, you know, un- unknowns to me, I didn't think I'd be doing this radio thing. But <laughs> I, think, I think it's worked out. Okay. I think it's worked out pretty well, too. Exactly. Exactly. And I still enjoy doing it. So that that's the, the best thing about it. Well, family, this has been absolutely fantastic. I'm, I'm glad that we do have a part two to our conversation because, Kayla, I want to continue to not only talk about your book, but especially and equally so, how we as a community can support you in your efforts and all the wonderful things that you're doing, and not just as an as an author, but also as an athlete and an entrepreneur. So I'm going to leave you with this question to think about while we go into commercial break, and that is, what are some of the biggest lessons you have learned along the way? So you think about that for a couple of minutes, okay? I will. Wonderful. James and Yolanda, Mama and Daddy? It's so good to hear from you guys as well. Yes, ma'am. And we indeed will return. We will take this break, Radio Family, and come back. More great conversation with members of the Penn family, James, Yolanda, and Kayla. Join me, Renee Vaughn, and I certainly thank you, Radio Family, for joining us. You are listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus, and we will return right after this break. 
And we're back. More of the weekend edition of Community Focus. And thank you, Radio Family, for coming back. Or if you're just joining us, we certainly welcome you to our public affairs program. And every weekend, a chance to engage in wonderful conversation with members of our Community Focus family. We had a newbie at the beginning of the program and one Kayla Penn, who is an 11-year-old author, athlete, An entrepreneur joined by her parents, wonderful parents, let me add, and James and Yolanda Penn, who have been members of our Community Focus family for a number of years. But Kayla, let me, for the record, and for everybody who's listening, you are no longer a newbie. You are now family, Mama. So I just want you to know that. And thanks for all three of you returning to the program for the second half of the weekend edition of Community Focus. So, Kayla, as we continue in conversation, I left you with the question, what are some of the biggest lessons you learned along the way? The lessons that I learned was that you're going to want to quit at the beginning, but it's so much worth it at the end. And you might always get what you want, but the person that you become is going to be like amazing and awesome. And um, what else? Uh, I think that the experience is just almost pretty much enough. I think that is a fantastic way to address that question. And what's even amazing, Kayla, is that the rest of us, and this of course includes your immediate family, in your brother and your sisters and especially your mom and dad to to watch your growth and to see how much you have accomplished in just 11 years that you have been here has just been wonderful to watch and I really appreciate the fact that what you're doing is very likely encouraging another young person who's similar in age to you who has aspirations or has goals and maybe originally wasn't quite sure of where to get started, but you've helped that individual likely know that they can always turn to a parent or a friend like yourself or to somebody that they really trust and can confide in to encourage them on a daily basis. And I know that has to be the case for you that you get such wonderful encouragement from your family. Every time you may have an idea or a goal, the best thing to do is to sit down and, and come up with a plan, talk it out, talk about the things that you think will work. And if the things that don't work, you find strengths and you work on your weaknesses. And I think that just like you said, for the biggest lessons that we learn, the wonderful thing Miss Kayla, is that you'll never stop learning. Remember that. You will never stop learning. And speaking of growth, and I wanted to get back a little bit, and and James and Yolanda, I, I wanted to equally address this to you because having an opportunity, given all that you two have done as parents, I really appreciate everything that you have exposed your children to. And I want to allude to the things that you do inclusively as a family. And obviously we all spend time together with members of our family, but, but James and Yolanda, you have really taken it one step further. If I'm not mistaken, you beautifully shared a trip that the family took together, 
not only having a chance to travel across this country, but the time that you took the family to France. What was that experience like for each of you? Uh, it, it was it was amazing, you know. Knowing where I come from, uh, you know, I, I did grow up here, right here in the Triad, and right. was, you know, no stranger to you know government assistance growing mm-hmm. up and housing and food, and so to give my children the opportunity to live a different life and experience things. I, I didn't get on my first plane until I was, I think, twenty six years old. Right. That was just a trip down to Orlando. Yeah. Um, so take my entire family across the Atlantic Ocean, yeah. and. Uh, and not just you know visit France, but we went to Paris, London, Barcelona. Wow! Uh, and uh, you know I go to Europe a few times a year for business. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just come along with me before, but it was the first time that we took the entire family. Entire family, yeah. Particularly Kayla, being at an age where I know she can re- uh, remember it and appreciate the experiences. Right. You know, we made that with her involvement in track. We stopped at um, the London Olympic Stadium. Uh, wow! Six. Uh, we also stopped at the Barcelona uh, Olympic Stadium where, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Gail Devers, uh, you know, ran in the 92 Olympics. Yes. You know, met Gail, Gail Devers. So that was a really cool experience for her. So, yeah, you know, it was just awesome for me to be able to, you know, see my family experience that. Oh, absolutely. And uh, as far as it goes for me, I think this goes back uh, for me to 2005 mm-hmm. when Jason made the decision to start actually planning our lives. Uh, we decided then that we wanted to both be stay at home um, parents and work from home and have family business. Mm-hmm. And so this, you know, comes together and just shows if you start something and you stick with it and you decide and you design what you want your life to be like, too often we don't design what we want our life to look like. We don't design what we want our family life to look like. Right. We just fly in the wind. And um, it, it's been a dream uh, that we have for a long time to be able to travel the world with right. our children. Exactly. I and being able to travel the world with our children and then add in that our daughter Kayla is involved in the athletics and be able to tour these different places that other Olympians have been, it really, to me, gives her um, a jump start into her becoming an Olympian herself and being Absolutely. able to just think about, oh, this is where it was, but being mm-hmm. able to in those points of, you know, I got to dig deeper. This is what I'm digging for. I one day will be at this stadium or be at a stadium like this right. and have that feeling mm-hmm. um there's nothing like you don't have to imagine what it felt like to run in london you actually yes. ran on the track in london as um hussein bolt beautifully said kayla you want to add anything to that going there excuse me sure. going there was an amazing place right. because i'm I, I remember my dad going on trips all the time, and I'm like, can I go to France? Right. <laughs> exactly. I actually got to see, like, the Eiffel Tower lights, and my dad's birthday was there. So that was so amazing, and the tracks were super cool. Nice. And we actually got to take pictures with my brother and sister. It was just an unforgettable experience. And let me just say, family, as as a whole, thank you for sharing that experience with the rest of us, because every time I had an opportunity to be on social media and I saw your post and just how much fun you guys were having. And it wasn't just the fact that you were in all of these beautiful places, but you were there together as a family. And, right. and you know, and, and with with so much going on as far as the craziness 
that's taking place in the world. It's so beautiful to see and to realize that we still can have that quality family time together. Right. And Renee, we were over there when COVID actually started. Wow. So we were getting messages from Uh family, friends, Trump's closed down the borders, get back here. And so it was very, uh, you know, took some for personal development. And James was very cool, calm and collected along the way. Uh, We also had our mother with us helping with watching the kids. And he was really able to um, be that rock for our family and Mm -hmm. say, we're going to get Stay calm. There's no need to panic. Let's finish out our trip. Let's, right. you know, do what we need to do um, because it could have really got scary if it exactly. wasn't for James level-headed and saying, this is what we're going to do. He's planned it out. This is how it's going to go. And, of course, we got back here. Um, no hiccups, large right. hiccups, stuff we had to figure out. Right. Um, but having that confidence when James said it's going to be fine, everybody just calmed down. Oh, okay, daddy said it's going to be fine. It's right. going to be fine because you know, we built that relationship and have that trust in James. And when it was fine, got back fine. That's right. (laughs) Absolutely. So kudos to you, James, as a husband and and as a father and as a family head for for the wonderful things that you have done and continue to do as a family. What I think is really neat too, uh, Miss Kayla, about this experience, especially with you being an athlete, is that when we think about the Olympics, it's one thing to watch it on television, but you got to take the ultimate experience, if you will, in seeing those places with your own eyes. And you were there all the way, L-I-V-E, live. So that had to have been the coolest thing for you because did you before then or as you were starting to run, were you watching Olympic events on TV? I actually thought we weren't, but I actually have watched it before. And I was like, those are the Olympics parents? Yes. So it was just amazing and wonderful to see that place in real life and to know that I'm doing track. Right, exactly. And let me ask you this next question. How, How was the food what 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 did you like or or didn't like or if you get a chance to go back you want to try again? Well, there were a lots of foods that I liked, mm-hmm. but I don't really remember the names of it. <laughs> oh, I understand. Totally I understand. Remember. But the taste had to have been amazing. Some of the things yeah. you got to taste. That's fantastic. Now, are you are you a dessert person? Do you like sweets? Yes, I kind of do, but my Siblings are more like the sweet tooth. Okay. (laughs) Well, you got to keep that gorgeous figure, you know. You got to keep that shape up. The athlete, you know, uh, nutrition program going. There you go. Absolutely. And, you know, let me just say this, uh, uh, James, speaking of which, and and Kayla, you were mentioning, uh, we were actually talking about this earlier about as far as your public appearances. And this is getting back to uh, your book again, which is entitled Run, Kayla Run, A Journey on How to Achieve Success for Kids and Teens. You actually posted this on social media where you actually were at a parent's at an area mall and you had a beautiful display table. And it looks like you and dad were were playing a, a little video game. That Was it something that was track related? Yep, it was the Mario Sun <laughs> Olympic Games. Wow. Now, who, who was victorious on this one? I, uh, well, I, in round one, <laughs> I, uh, I was 
I won. <laughs> so she won round one. Okay. Of I couldn't go out uh, uh-huh. like that. So I round. I won round two. Very good. We had to have a, a tiebreaker. Right, right. How did the tiebreaker go? You won. Yeah, that one. Reluctantly, <laughs> yeah, have to say that one. But, Renee, I have to take these victories right now. Right. Um, <laughs> again, you know, 400 meters being, you know, her best event. That's one full lap around. You know, yeah. Around. And uh, it's a tough race because we know the 100 is a sprint. And anything beyond the 400, is, you know, it, you're, you're pacing yourself. It, exactly. It, 400 is like it's a sprint, and you know it's right there in the middle. It's like you, you can't run all out the whole time, right? But you, you know, pace yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, Kayla's very, very close to being able to beat me in the 400. And wow. I, I, I predict by by next year, by you know summertime when mm-hmm. she's in like peak, then mm-hmm. I don't feel in the 400 anymore. Um, wow. <laughs> and so. So I gotta take these. So I don't take it easy on her. I, I gotta take these victories while I can because because I, come twelve thirteen, right? It's gonna be, it's gonna be a wrap. Exactly, Dad. And and speaking of your victories, I, I liked your old school victory dance. By the way, that that was on point. For <laughs> <laughs> the old head. That's right. That's right. And and a chance to teach Kayla some of those old school moves. I love it. <laughs> Well, you actually touched on what was going to be my next question for you, Miss Kayla. You run the 100, the 200, and the 400. What is your favorite event out of the three? Um, the 400. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, Dad, as you were saying, as she gets older and really continues to mature and master it, it still has to be wonderful as, as parents to, to watch your children grow. And not just Kayla but for your other children and quite possibly the goals that they may have before them and things that they want to accomplish as they're growing up. Yeah, I, I love, uh, you know, what Kayla's doing and, and, and being an example. Obviously, we strive to be the number one example for our, our children. But right. um, as y'all understand, we have children that sometimes children relate to other children more. And so mm-hmm. as she's looking to be an inspiration to other children with her book and the things she's doing there, right. she's been a huge influence am- amongst her, her siblings, our, our other children. Absolutely. And so, you know, they don't have to look any further for any other children. You know, obviously, again, us as parents, we're, mm-hmm. we're leading that influence. And then, you know, uh, right there into their older sister. So um, it's transferable to whatever, you know, whatever they decide to do. It may be something different, but they have a model and example right here in the household that they can look after. Absolutely. And beautifully said, Dad. Let me take this opportunity to welcome those of you who may just be joining us. Thank you, as always, Radio Family, for the great company. And of course, that includes members of our community Focus family. And that is certainly the case in the Penn family. James Yolanda and Kayla Penn joining me, Renee Vaughn. And again, great conversation here on the weekend edition of Community Focus, our public affairs program. We are talking with 11-year-old Kayla Penn, author, athlete, and entrepreneur, along, of course, with her mother and father, James and Yolanda Penn. So, Ms. Kayla, what's the favorite part about all of this? We've talked about your, your wonderful running, writing this wonderful book, and, and launching a business. And that may be a little tough question, so I'll give you a few seconds to think about it. Excuse me. Um, the best part about this, mm-hmm. 
I guess it would be just getting in the track because that was pretty much the beginning point. Right. If my dad didn't put me in track, none of this ha- would have ever happened, and I just would have still been a homeschooler. Yeah. But I still am. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a bad thing to be, not at all. I mean, given... Uh, James and Yolanda, when we look at the advent of modern technology and what we have really seen change and grow over the years, especially when you compare to when we were about Kayla's age, uh, things, of course, were totally different. And actually, this has really been a turning point as many families have had to readjust to their children now learning on a virtual basis. Uh, you guys obviously had a heads up because you've been homeschooling your children for so many years. Yes, ma'am. I have homeschooled um, all of our kids. Of course, the little one isn't in homeschool. She's one. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we started with Kayla when she turned four. Wow. And it was just important for me to be able to control what they learned in the classroom. Right. And I think, uh, you know, for James and I, the important thing was not only what they were learning in the classroom, mm-hmm. but what they were learning outside of the classroom. Exactly. Uh, so that was pivotal for us in being able to um, homeschool our kids. And so um, they, of course, you know, are in other activities. We do other things. Uh, we keep them um, very social, a little bit harder now, but we keep them right. social so they mm-hmm. still have that social aspect as well as the educational component. Absolutely. And, and I think that that's the key is, is finding that balance. And what a beautiful way that you have been doing as a family. I wanted to back up a little bit because I think we were talking about this earlier. Kayla, with you enjoying uh, running and writing a book and launching a business, I meant to ask you, who are some of the athletes that you look up to? Who, who has inspired you the most? Um, there's Kayla White. And there's Kayla White. She ran for North Carolina and I, A&T. Ah, I keep getting like the network in the place wrong. That's okay. Yeah. And we also have a first name, and there's also Flojo. Flojo. Yes, okay, all- Florence Joyner Griffin. Mm-hmm. I remember Flojo. She was awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get to meet her sadly, but right. her legacy will live on forever. Absolutely. And I also got to meet Gail Zebras at like the end of the race, and she got to sign my bikes because I actually PR'd that day. Wow. How cool was that to meet Gail Devers? I have one more, but sure. I'm really bad at saying her name. Sonia Richards Ross. I'm sorry if I mispronounced this. <laughs> Sonia Richards Ross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And she's a mother and a wife, and she ran track and she has like her own business so that's really amazing and Mm -hmm. those are some of the track people I really look up to and Kayla that is an amazing list and one day we gonna add Kayla Penn to that list how about that that sounds like (laughs) that sounds like a plan doesn't it Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, James and Yolanda and and Kayla, let let me ask you this. Is it possible to read an excerpt of your book, Run, Kayla, Run? Yeah. How you you feel about that? Excerpt? Yes, of course. Come on. Come on with it, Mama. Okay. 
It was my turn running the 100 meters. I was focused and ready. The lines looked different on this track, but I didn't worry about it. I heard them announcing all of the names in the stadium. In lane four, Team Lightspeed, Kayla Pinn, the announcer said. It was cool hearing my name, but I had to stay focused. Runners, take your mark, the starter said. Get set. Pow! I shot out of the block. Right away, I felt a little off balance, like I was wobbly, but I had to just keep going. I was running fast, and then I told myself to run faster. I saw myself getting closer to the finish line. I was one of the first people to cross it as I looked to cross it. (laughs) But as I looked down, I saw the number five. I started in lane four, but I finished in lane five because I finished in a different lane than I started. I was disqualified. I couldn't believe it. I had never done that before, not even when I was just starting. I had worked so hard, and now I was disqualified for the Junior Olympics in that event. I felt like everything I had worked on was gone in that moment. My eyes started to tear up. My dad looked at me and said, Kayla, you need to tighten up. You still have two races left. I wasn't thinking about any other races. I was so upset and embarrassed. I had gotten disqualified. I know you're disappointed right now, but you have to stay disciplined. Discipline your disappointments. I wasn't quite sure what that meant. Huh? I asked with tears in my eyes. He said, don't let your highs be too high and don't let your lows be too low. When you're doing good, don't be too excited. And when you're not doing too good, don't be too too sad. Have discipline in your emotions, especially when you're disappointed. I understood what my dad was saying, but I tried to shake it off, but they got worse. And that's it. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger indeed. That's right. That's how you leave it. Leaving us with that cliffhanger. I only have one word for that, Kayla. And that is, wow. First of all, I actually closed my eyes as you were reading so I could listen to the tone of your voice. You have an amazingly beautiful voice to listen to, number one. And secondly, as you were reading that excerpt, to visually see what you were going through as you're describing that experience of being disqualified from starting in lane four, but ending up in lane five and then really taking to heart what your dad was telling you as far as keeping your emotions in check and using the keyword discipline and focus. And it looks like that this is going to be an incredible read. So obviously family, the next question is what can we as a community do to continue to support? the wonderful things that that Kayla has done, including writing this great book. Well, you can look up runkaylarun.com, and that'll help me a lot. I have books, activity books, and like a little T-shirt and some bracelets. Yeah, and also uh, we obviously love just spreading the word about uh, everything, um, you know, following her along on on social media. Everything is at Kayla Love Pen, K-A-Y-L-A, Love P E N N at Caleb Penn. 
uh, mostly active on Instagram, but we're getting all the other social networks, you know, right. rolling as well. So, you know, getting on there, liking and sharing, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, spreading the word. Absolutely. Mom, you want to add anything to that? No, I would. I would. De- well, I guess I do want to add. So um, follow her, all that kind of good stuff. And for kids that want to be successful and for parents that want their kids to be successful, this is where you want to get started, um, making sure that you um, have something that's there. We're also going to be releasing a course here soon for Kayla mm-hmm. and going to be Kayla speaking to other kids and teens about Beautiful. how you out there and achieve success. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be um, coming up here soon in the month of December. So uh, make sure that you follow us so you can get all the details, all the dates and all of that good stuff. Excellent. And if you will do me this favor, uh, James, Yolanda and, and Kayla, keep me in the know as well, because, you know, I must get you back on a future program here on the weekend edition of Community Focus so that we can continue to to follow uh, Kayla's wonderful progress. Thanks, you guys. I really enjoyed this conversation today. Thank you so much. We really enjoy, uh, you know, being a part of the conversation yeah. and uh, obviously being uh, we enjoy all of the contribution that you do with, mm-hmm. with, with community focus and, and, and everything. So we're so appreciative and, and, and thankful to that. I appreciate that. Kayla, you just keep up the great work and I look forward to hearing more wonderful things about you and your family. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to be on here. Wonderful. It was my pleasure as well. So I want to thank you once again, Kayla and James and Yolanda Penn and give my love to the rest of the family, please. Thank you so much. And thank you, Radio Family. I know you are doing wonderful things in the community and perhaps with members of your family as well. So please continue the great work. Well, another great conversation. Hate to say it comes to an end, but you know, with me, Renee Vaughn, there are never any goodbyes. So James, Yolanda and Kayla, until next time. Thank you again. Thank you. Until next time. Until next time. Bye-bye. And with that said, Radio Family, thank you for being a part of the weekend edition of Community Focus. Indeed, until next time, stay safe, take care, and we'll have another great conversation soon. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.